Oh, I'm supposed to do something. Oh yeah, welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we get drunk and talk about stuff. It's been a hell of a week. I, I've, uh, I've, uh, I've, I'm really enjoying these beers that I'm having. Uh, that I'm, I think I'm now third or fourth into. I lost count, but they're really uh, well. They're actually, I'll, I'll tell you about it later. Anywho, you heard him there. We got Article joining us tonight. Article, how you feeling? Pretty good. Uh, warm finally after three days of no power. So. Yeah, what the hell storm hit you? Uh, they call it a they called it a bomb cyclone. Uh, in reality, just a lot of wind and like kind of like freezing rain and snow. Yeah, apparently, just took down a bunch of trees and fucked up the electric grid all over Denver. Damn. Yeah, they're still fixing it. There are some people still without power. Well, hopefully, you still ha- you retain power this entire show. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for a good wall or a good long time to have it. <laughs> and we got Shadow joining us tonight. Shadow, how are you feeling, you little shit? Fuck you, Cecil. Ah, that's what I needed. Still didn't feel right like the last time. Damn it. You know, that felt pretty good, though. That, felt, that, that, that felt good. Still not as good as that last time. Not as good as, like, rib for her pleasure good, but still pretty good. Passable. Wait, how would you know? I've heard. Okay. Anecdotal. That's good. <laughs> Shinsu's joining us. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling fantastic. Today was a beautiful, beautiful day, and I went for my first run outside of the season, and it was glorious. Oh, awesome. And I came home and had power. Well, fuck you. (laughs) That reminds me of um, Shinzu has been, he does that whole running thing a lot, which I should admittedly get back into. But over the summer, I bought a pair of running shoes. I remember I I took a picture and sent them to um, Shinzu, and I was like, it was like two weeks or something. I was like, man, I've had these running shoes for two weeks and they haven't ran once yet. What the fuck? Did you ever run with them or are they still just sitting there <laughs> collecting <laughs> dust? <laughs> you know, just because you buy running shoes, it's not going to make you run, right? Oh, I wear them. I wear them. They're comfortable as shit. I love those shoes. They're not called loafing shoes. What? Stop being a tube and get out there. It's kind of like a door that says exit only. You can still enter it. I got I to gotta say, I have a pair of running shoes that I wear, wore for a while, and they were the comfiest friggin' shoes I owned. Right? These things weigh, like, less than an ounce. They're fucking incredible. Oh, yeah. Oh, Christ. Uh, Damoc. Damoc, how you feeling, man? Uh, I enjoy my Skechers. They're made with memory foam, and they lay, like, they're really, really, really light. They're supposed to be running shoes, but I use them as lounge. Like, so I'm good. Nice. And I am Cecil Xavier, your host. We have a topic at some point in time tonight. I think we'll get to it. We might get to it. Who really friggin' knows? I've been drinking. On that note, I want to know what everybody's been drinking. So, Damoc, I, I, you said you went and got beers. What'd you get? Uh, I'm drinking Devil's Backbone Danzig. It's a Baltic Porter. Uh, I don't know the alcohol content in it. Uh, 8%. Uh, I'm several down, and I have another six back. I just broke into, so yay! Nice. What's uh, what's that like, like flavor wise? Um, unfortunately, it just tastes like another Baltic Porter, but it's heavy and it's good. I could take heavy. All right, but you, Shenzu, what are you, are you partaking in anything tonight? Uh, well, of course. All right, what are you it's drinking? St. Patty's uh, weekend. I have to at least pregame. I'm I'm drinking pretty heavily tomorrow, and then God willing, if I survive, I'm going to brunch t- on Sunday. So I got here a, a grapefruit cider, and I also have on deck next eighteen uh, year old scotch. Nice, nice. Well, we just lost Damoc there for a second. Let's go grab him back quick. Nah, let him run free. Poor nah, guy. There we, go. we got him. I fucked up. I'm sorry. I was trying to <laughs> I was trying to choose the stream chat to ask a question. <laughs> Damoc, I had such high hopes for you. Yeah, yeah, so I let a lot of people down. Hopes? Why would you have high hopes for him? Because I have low hopes for you, so I gotta have high hopes about somebody. Oh, ow, my feel feels. Damoc, you have failed this city. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'll burn it down next. He's failed me worse than all of you combined. Well, let's see if you're gonna fail me. Shadow, are you drinking anything? Fuck you. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah, what of it? <laughs> this is why I have low hopes for him. He's no fun Aww. at all. Coming You're to no fun. fun league. Well, article, you got you to give him some redeeming here. What are you doing, man? Uh, so actually, last night, I had a drink at this bar called One Up, which is like a video game bar in uh, Denver here. 
and <clears throat> it, they make alcoholic drinks out of a slushy machine, like those those old like slush puppies or whatever they call them. And that was pretty okay. good. So I had that. Uh, but tonight I am also. I would like to say that it, I, despite having that that drink, I did not wake up feeling like shit this morning. I woke up feeling like shit because I didn't have power. Different, but. <laughs> Uh, I'm smoking uh, some passion orange guava again. It's a good sativa. Hopefully, won't get too high and not know how to speak. But if I get there, I won't complain. I was gonna say, yeah. Last last episode, you uh, you had a couple spots where you were stumbling over some words there. Yeah, I was really high. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. All are welcome here. You're in a safe spot. You're, you're in a safe place. My my safe space. This isn't a safe place. We don't have bullyproof windows. Looking at Shinzu. Is it bullyproof? <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. <laughs> and I myself am drinking something uh, a little bit unique, uh, especially for me. Um, Whale semen. It, it might be. So I, I got to start off with saying I do not like bitters. All right. I've tried several bitters in my life and I do not like bitters. Are you drinking them in an actual beverage or are you just drinking them straight? Bitters? No, drinking it straight. Um, why is there is there I mean I'm not I'm not drinking like whiskey sour I'm talking about like the beverage of bitter. Oh okay. I thought when you said bitters I immediately went to like mixed drinks like an old fashioned or oh, hat no no or no, 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 no. There, there's a classification of beer called bitters. Uh and they are well just that they are bitter. Anywho, uh this has got a little bit of a story. My wife Lex had found I forget where it was, but they she had found this uh article about the Saltwater Brewing Company down in Florida and how they had this, the you know, the can holders, you know, they're made out of plastic typically and fish and ducks get caught in them and right. they get all deformed and stuff. Well, this company actually, I don't know whether they designed it or what, but they utilize it. It's a biodegradable can holder. So she saw that and I, and I thought it was really interesting. So I reached out to my, uh, you know, my, my, my one contact, actually I have multiple contacts in Florida, but the one contact in Florida that I knew would be, you know, on a headline somewhere of Florida man does something. And I figured, why not him? So I asked him if he could, uh, if he could somehow get me some, and he did. Nice. So this is called a Screaming Reels IPA. It's by Saltwater Brewing. And on the side, it says Tropical Bitter Hoppy IPA. It says Reef Series, it's 7% by volume and a 75 IBU. Food pairing is hot and pork. So I'm assuming they want me to eat hot pork. So I really hope that isn't like some sort of phallic thing. Anywho, it's a really cool can. Uh, the the biodegradable can holder was actually really interesting. It's, it's surprisingly sturdy. This beer, though, is surprisingly good because I read bitter on the side and I went, ah, oh, crap, I don't like bitters. <laughs> I took a sip of it. The attack is all bitter. Like if you've ever had a bitter in your life, that's what this thing is on the attack. Just 100% full bitter. It smooths out almost immediately to a hoppy grapefruity citrus. And then the finish as it rolls past the tongue, the finish is that it's the weirdest combination of IPA and bitter simultaneously. You get that that taste on the side back of your tongue that you get with bitters, but you get that hoppy citrusy taste all the way through it as well. It's, I wouldn't say that I would drink this beer all the time, but I'm surprised how much I'm enjoying it. It's definitely a beer to pair with food though. This is not a beer to do what I'm doing and that's just plow through it as, uh, as much as I possibly can. And I'm drinking it out of my cool little etched games, nerds and alcohol glass. Thank you, Lex. So State of Games. State of Games is where we talk about games or uh, what we played for the last week, or we just pontificate on how we feel games are in general. Now, if you're expecting this segment to go short, it never does. Unless there's like 30 people here, and then it still doesn't go short because there's 30 people. But anyways, let's go down that line again. Damoc, man, what's your State of Games? Okay, I'm going to do this really fast. I've been playing Stargate Preacher, and then I have been playing the other game Life is Strange, and then I am good. Well, how do you like Life is Strange? Uh, actually, I've only like 20 minutes of it and the rewinding thing <laughs> is already kind of annoying um i i can't figure out I, i'm in the beginning of it and i can't figure out when i rewind where to change the right things and it, it's interesting to be honest it's interesting i need to play it more um but yeah about it other than bridge crew but you know we just keep failing 
Oh yeah, that last mission we just bombed. We just kept bombing it. I, I don't know how I, why they thought let's do stealth in a giant starship. Well, how come the Klingons get cloaking technology, but we don't? That's some bullshit. Uh, because we are not good enough. Uh, man conquers the universe. Well, obviously not those men. Bunch of red-shirted bastards. I know. <laughs> well, what about you, Article? What's your state of games, man? Um, pretty good. I uh, wasn't able to play too much this week, obviously, but I did play more Apex Legends. I don't care what anybody says. That game is fucking fun. Um, yeah, it is. I was kill leader in one of the games I played. That was nice. Awesome. Yeah, I racked up a good like five or six kills. It was nice. One team I annihilated by myself. I just got super lucky, really. That's basically it was not skill related. They just happened to waltz like directly into my line of fire. I just <laughs> annihilated them. But it was still fun. Uh, let's see. Did you hear about the rampant cheating in that game? Um, yeah, no. it's pretty no, sad, haven't. actually. I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me, but. You know, yeah, the game. cheat makers were actually talking about how easy it is to make cheats for Apex Legends. And how much oh, money man. they're getting for it, too. Yeah, yeah, they're like making five grand off a single, like... Capitalism, baby. Yeah. Dude, this one dude actually was making them for Fortnite, and he got so sick of having to go around the Fortnite anti-cheat mechanism that he was like, hey, Apex Legends is just so much easier. And then he started doing it, and he gets like $400 a week just from one cheat. Damn. Yeah, it's, it's it's crazy what people go to for that. Hmm. What else you got? Sorry, I kind of cut you off. No, no, that's cool. That That's an interesting point of discussion. I, I had not heard anything about the cheats. Uh, I don't I, I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever been the victim of any. I just think I suck. So <laughs> Ditto. I'm right there with you. I right? suck. Like if people are using cheats to beat me, they're mistaken. They're wasting their time. Um but yeah, other than that, I, uh, the only other game I played was uh, try to keep the pipes from freezing, and uh, that wasn't any fun. We call that the game of life. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Try to keep the pipes from freezing. Volume 2. <laughs> what about you, Shenzu? What's your city games there, guy? I'm uh, pretty boring. I actually didn't really play anything this week. I just didn't have time, unfortunately, between everything that was going on. So I, uh, I hopped on to PUBG for a little while. And then uh, I tried to get back into Resident Evil, but I just couldn't really focus on it. Resident Evil is one of those games that you got to sit down and really just get into, like immerse yourself. You can't just jump in and jump out. I mean, I think you can, but like anyone can kind of just sit down and play a game mindlessly. Like, but when I sit down, specifically certain titles, I want to sit down and really enjoy what I'm playing instead of just kind of just drudging through it. So like I sat down, I loaded the game and I started playing and I just, I couldn't get into the game because it's just been the last time I played it was last Friday when I was uh, sitting here with all you guys and you guys were talking around. I was just, yeah, I'll play it while that's happening. But I, tonight I just couldn't get into it. I couldn't even get into really PUBG. Sounds, sounds like you need a vacation. Yeah. I think my lack of, my lack of gaming has uh, come back to haunt me in the form of, I might be losing my gamer's edge. That happened to me for a while, honestly. I just didn't play anything really, or it was like always the same game, and it was like some stupid mindless puzzle game. Have you considered just you know masturbating vigorously for three days straight? That always tends to get me back into gaming. Well, yeah, that's the, the gaming is the downtime in between oh, yeah. the, the furious bouts of masturbating. What about you, Shadow? What's your state of games, there, guy? Speaking of masturbating, I found this uh, this cool website that has some games. It's called uh, Pornhub.com, but you got to supply your own joystick. Did he do? I uh, I upload a lot of videos. Uh, they like Minecraft videos for some reason. Not surprised. Uh, otherwise, I've just been playing Tomb Raider, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I'm up to 29 hours. Keep forgetting I have that game. Fuck. It's 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 one of the um, remakes of Tomb Raider. It's it plays just like the previous two. Story's a little bit kind of wonky, but it's the exact same stuff. They added still a few new mechanics, but still the same game. Now, I got to ask a question. Would you consider it a remake of Tomb Raider or a reboot of Tomb Raider? Uh, yeah, reboot's the word I was actually looking for. I'd call it a reboot. Well, I, I've, I've only played like about 20 minutes of um, Rise of the Tomb Raider and about an hour of Tomb Raider. Mm. So I can't actually make a call. That's why I'm genuinely asking the question if it's more of a, if it's more of a reboot or, or, a, uh, or a remake. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a reboot. It's like it's so good. I like. I honestly think this is better than the originals. 
Like the, I don't know. It to me, it's like just a completely different game. It's got the same name attached, but it's it's more of an action game with some stealth and combat mechanics. Yeah, I think the one area of of major critique would be the combat mechanics. Yeah, it's shooting is kind of difficult. Shooting's difficult, and I didn't really notice this as much with the first and the second one, but with Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Like, they just kind of drop you off into your first combat scenario against, like, eight people. And it's it's rough. And the next time they do it, there's, like, here's another ten people with a heavily armored guy that you can't just shoot in the head. And then the next time, which, again, third time you're in combat, they added people with night vision, or, sorry, a thermal goggles so they can see you in the bushes. I'm just like, y'all keep escalating this, but there's not a lot of fights in between. And I know the first game you were constantly running into like low level soldiers at the beginning. That was, that was pretty constant considering it is an isolated Island, but this one, they're just like, they give you like two or three groups of people and be like, we've added a new mechanic each fight. Good luck. So my question for you is, do, do you feel that these Tomb Raider games are really leaning more towards the cinematic style of gameplay versus the platformer style of gameplay that the original tomb raider was i would say so the platforming itself is not difficult it's it almost i would say it handles a lot like assassin's creed but with less routes available so it's not like you really have to time your jumps there's not a lot of quick time events i mean there's a few but Mm, and they are unforgiving they are unforgiving and i especially they've cut down on the violence in the the death scenes but I would say it's more trying to tell a story than anything. Yeah, that, well, that, that's exactly how I felt when I first fired up Rise of the Tomb Raider. I, I really just got that, that sensation that they were really going that route of giving you a, a cinematic style experience versus a, a traditional game. You know, it's, it's, not, it's not like a, what am I trying to think of here? It's, it's not like a Skyrim where you're immersing yourself in the environment. You're becoming one with the Dragonborn and doing all this stuff and really feeling like the character. You know, this is more feeling like I'm watching the character. I, I'm yeah. watching the events unfold. I don't feel like I'm Laura Croft. I feel like I'm just asking her kindly to go in this direction and not get shot in the face. And then when she do die, you watch her die and you realize maybe I shouldn't have asked her to do that. Yeah, maybe that was the wrong direction. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. And then they tried to make the movie based off the new series, and it wasn't that great. See, I enjoyed the movie. I actually thought that the movie, like from what I saw, it tied into that second game. There were scenes out of that second game that really felt like they just plucked, dropped those right into the movie itself. Are you talking about... Angelina Jolie or the new Tomb Raider movie? The new Tomb Raider movie. Okay, just making sure we're on the same page. Like, I didn't hate it. I would, I'm glad I didn't see it in theaters, but it almost felt like for the first half of the movie, I was just playing the first game. But I could, then it I could trailed that. off. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I don't know. I'd, I'd see the second movie if they release another one. Cool. Well, what, what else? Uh, any, anything else you're playing? Or is that it? Oh, no. I told you what happened this week. I don't have time for anything else. <laughs> Yes, you did in person. Um, yeah. Well, my state of games is actually pretty simple. I have been doing a metric ton of schoolwork, so I have played very, very little. However, I did get a little Tomb Raider in there. Actually, I started off with Rise of the Tomb Raider, and then I jumped back over to Tomb Raider when I realized Rise of the Tomb Raider was the second game, and I actually owned the first game. Ah, uh, played a little bit of that. Um, I jumped in for a round of Apex Legends. I. Uh, Actually, it was just on Wildlands for a little bit, trying to get reacquainted with that, and I suck horribly. I gotta, I gotta really get my bearings again on that one, because yeah, I was, I was doing horrendously. It's okay, just get in the helicopter. Uh, and the only other thing that's gaming related that I have been doing is I have been brushing up on my D and D rules for from the Player's Handbook and the Dungeon Master's Guide. Because I saw that there was, and I think it's the end of May, May 21st, they are releasing a companion of adventures, the uh, like something of the salt marsh waters or some, something like that. I forget what it was, but I was reading through the description of it, and it's a uh, amalgamation of different adventures from, I think, that were released in the 70s and 80s that have been updated to the 5e rules. And that's actually where I remember playing D&D, you know from from those adventures so 
from reading a f- through a few of them, they were they were something that I actually remembered. So once that comes in, I'm going to blitzkrieg my way through that book and see if I can get a game started on that because you know I really haven't dove into Five E all that much, and uh, you know I I kind of want to. I I, I kind of want to experience that world and craft another world again. So yeah, that's my state of games. So now I got a quick question on gaming. Did anybody see, and, and, and this is this is meant tongue-in-cheek and quite laughable, in, in my opinion, did anybody see that uh, Hello Games just released a big old thing saying No Man's Sky Beyond is going to be massively multiplayer, and I'm doing air quotes while I'm doing that. Anybody catch that article? No. I find it incredibly funny that they're releasing a massively multiplayer free addition to it when they can't get multiplayer right on PC. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, console, they've done it, and they've done pretty well, but the multiplayer on PC, which my expectation would be PC would be more refined, is utterly laughable. And this is coming from a guy who loves the damn game. Oh, what do you got, Shadow? Okay, I know this is old news at this point, but Halo coming to PC. Holy hell. Dude, I am so excited, because I only played Halo 1 and 2. I've, I've... I've seen a little bit of Halo 3. I've, yeah. I've seen nothing of Reach. Halo 3, Halo 3, in my opinion, wraps it up real good. And Reach is just like icing. Oh, yeah. Reach Reach and ODST, I loved both of them because it was a different take. Yeah, it was a more tactical take to the world of Halo. Yeah, I didn't really like ODST as much. I liked uh, it because you didn't have like the shields and stuff, the suppressed weapons, yeah, the stealth. The stealth wasn't overbearing and not a requirement. Yeah, I remember in that game, I walked up to, like, behind the first brute I saw and tried to, like, melee him in the back to kill him. And it was at that moment I realized I had made a horrible mistake. Yeah. You are not Master Chief. You're just a normal troop. And you just, like, walk up behind this brute and you, like, deck him. And he just turns around like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like, it just annihilates you. So that uh, that's what I liked about ODST. It wasn't like playing on Legendary where you'll instantly die. Like the ODST trooper, if you're not an idiot, you can you can go forever. Like in yeah. the original like ODST firefight, it was Oh, firefight. Oh shit. The original ODST so you you played till the team ran out of lives. And the first time me and my three friends started to do this, the first couple of times, we couldn't make it past like the first seven waves. And then at one point it clicked for us and we ended up going two and a half hours in firefight. Damn. We had like 50 lives stocked up at that point, And we were just like, it's 3 AM. We need fucking sleep. Let's just be retarded. And it still took another 30 minutes for us to burn through those lives. <laughs> and it, it's dropping legendaries everywhere on that map. But we were just so in sync. It got to the point where we were getting chased around with a gravity hammer and they still weren't killing us. Yeah, but uh, fucking gravity hammer, man. I I loved ODST just because it was a it was a different feel, but still played kind of like Halo. But uh, I'm yeah. I'm totes excited because they didn't have to do Reach; it was not a requirement. Oh, yes, but when they made the announcement, they're they're doing this properly, in my opinion. Not only are they just releasing on the Windows Store, but they're releasing it on Steam, and they know that it's going to take time to port everything over, but they're doing it fully chronologically. So yeah, how do you how do you feel about that? How do you feel that they're going to be releasing this in a staggered release where you're not getting everything all at once? So how, how do you how do you feel about that specifically? I I'm slightly disappointed by the fact that it's all not at once. But you know what? If if it means that they're actually doing what they say, making sure that the ports are of the highest quality, I'm not going to complain because it's I've waited a decade for this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, Damoc, you had said that you didn't have a really good experience with Halo 1, and you may have figured out why you didn't have the experience. How, what, what's, like, like what's, your, what's your prospects of, of this? How are, are, you, are you feeling good about it? Are you still feeling apprehensive? Like, what's, what's your take? Uh, let's see. When the first game came out, uh, my mother was dying, and I was higher than the article to the point where I couldn't lift my hands up the time uh it was fantastic when i was doing that but yeah i'm really 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 excited to actually play back to the first one after hearing all the comments like hey there's a great storyline and you just missed something along the way and so i 
they're going to release it on PC, I'm going to pick it up. I just hope it's not $60 per game every month, and they're going to do it like one game every six months with like a $30, maybe $40 price tag or an all-in-one inclusive bundle. But like Even if it's 200 bucks and you get the games as they release, I'm all for it. I don't, I don't think they'd do $60 releases for each game. I, I could see it being probably between 20 and 40 It's It's interesting because they're releasing each game individually in order, well, chronological order, so I guess we're going to get Reach first, which I, I don't even know anything about. But it, I don't know. I can kind of see them trying to milk it out with Microsoft at the moment. Yeah, well, we'll see where it goes. I mean, Nintendo's been pretty good about, like, when they do remaster stuff, they keep it at $40 generally. So hopefully Microsoft doesn't try to overly milk this. Well, also keep in mind that the 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 Master Chief Collection, when it came out originally, was one bundle, one bundled price. Yeah, and ODST, the like it was added as an add-on it was like five bucks yeah so if they're if they're marketing this as the master chief collection for pc my assumption is that they're going to bundle it into one price and it's going to be like one you know one down payment and you just get it released you know as it comes out kind of like a season pass and i don't even think when odst came out originally i don't think it was a 60 dollar title because comparatively to like the rest of the series ODST was considered a short game. They, I think they were trying to originally just do it as DLC for Halo 3 before they made it a kind of a full-fledged game. So Shinzu, you being the guy who's played through every Halo game and probably at nauseum gone through it, you know, taking on, taking on band members and shit, what's your take on it? Shinzu, you there? I think uh, you fell asleep. I think is you it, did. Is anyone else here? Oh, God. Well, I can keep talking about Halo. <laughs> so for Daymok, Reach is a separate group of Spartans known as Noble Team, and it takes place right before Halo One. Like the end of Reach is like apparently like ten minutes before the start of Halo One. Yeah, I, I know it's the prequel to the first game, and you're not Master Chief, and blah 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 blah. I I enjoyed playing the original Halo, and from what I remember of it, though, it was literally, to me, a Doom clone with no story, but again, could not lift my arms up past my lap to hold the controller. So, uh, yeah, I would have to go back and replay it. Yeah, so once this comes out, you, me, Cecil, someone else, we're doing this co-op. Oh, yeah, there's co-op, too, so yeah, I'm down. It's, it's fully supporting the, the online multiplayer and co-op. Now, I have a question about that one, because I know the original Halo is already out on PC. It came out with, was it Windows 8 or was it Windows 10, and they launched it? Okay, no, the original Halo CE, it, it was like XP. Halo yeah. 2 was the Vista-specific one. Okay, so we can already play the original Halo on PC, and we can play Halo 2 on PC is the remaster. I've not looked into it. I'm just excited because everybody's talking about it, and I'm going, fuck, man. That game had no story, but it was kind of fun gobbing through waves, but that's about all it was. And now it was like, no, you're missing a huge part of it. So really excited to jump in and redo the story aspect of it, but okay. why don't we just play it now? Uh, so Halo 1 and 2 get a full HD remaster. Yeah, not just a port over. They're actually getting a remaster, which is is really really nice. Well, yeah, the remaster was already completed when they released it for the 360. Uh, but not for PC. The PC yeah. version is just the old. Yeah, really, the old, really bad. Came out during XP. Like the graphics are just terrible. I mean, I I can still play it right now, but Damoc, I want you to experience this series chronologically since you don't remember any of it. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking to purchase the collector's edition as soon as it comes out hopefully i can buy it for one bundled price oh plus plus you don't you you don't want to just play halo 2 right now and then get left on that cliffhanger that God, we all no, had to suffer no. through no nope 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 no nope. the halo 2 cliffhanger is ouch yeah so I, I will give it to them i will give them one thing that game, the ending to that game, I will remember forever. And I can I can literally in my mind's eye picture the end of that freaking game. And I still feel the frustration because I have still never played Halo 3. Yeah, it's 
like Halo Two. Oh God, that story started off so great though, with the uh, where he calls uh, Commander Hood and is like permission to leave the station for what oh, reason? God, yeah. To return the to return the bomb to the Covenant. What? <laughs> Just opens up the airlock and flies out with it. Oh yeah, dude. Like that game, Halo Two. I I really really dug just the, the compare. Okay, so compared to Halo One, Halo Two just maximize their story. You know, just holy crap! But Halo One's got a great great story, and it's got a great well, it's got a great start to a story. It's it was just like how I described it in, in chat. It, it's like just the tip. It's enough to get you interested, but not enough to satisfy. It lacks the impact that the rest of the series has. Yes. And then when Halo 2 came out and you're going through and I'm, I'm not going to lie that they had that song from Breaking Benjamins in there, Blow Me Away. And I was a real big Breaking Benjamins fan at the time. There are four hunters in that room. That's that's what like really set me off. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm I'm loving this. I am getting pumped. I am getting put into this. Oh, man. The ending of that, though, there has been a there has been very few games that I have not sat down and watched the credits for after I've beaten a game. That game is one of them. If anything happens in the credits, I don't know what happens because I literally got up, walked over, turned the TV off, turned the Xbox off. Oh, sorry. Took the disc out. I I didn't even stop the game. Just took the disc out, turned the Xbox off, put it aside. And then the next day I went and I traded it in because I'm like, no, 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 that's not how. No, nope, no. I didn't even play any of the friggin' multiplayer for Halo 2. Which played, is a shame, because the Halo 2 multiplayer was outstanding. I heard it was incredible, but the only time I played is when I dropped by uh, Article in Shinzu's house. It's, yeah, so, you did not want to play with me. I was a beast in that. Oh, you're alive. Yeah, you are. Hey, you are there. So what's your take on this uh, Master Chief Collection being brought out on computer? Uh, I'm conflicted. Um, I was just listening to you guys because I have I have a lot of love for Halo in the franchise, so I just do my best to keep my mouth shut because I really have a ton to say about this. But I'm gonna try and be as short as possible. Um, I like the idea. I will say that Halo Reach was my favorite in terms of multiplayer, but I really hope that they treat this with the respect a title like that deserves, and not try to whore it out too bad. Uh, Master Ch- and I hope they fix everything that was wrong with Master Chief Collection when they launched it for the Xbox before even thinking about releasing it to PC because the fiasco they had with the launch of Master Chief Collection on the Xbox was ridiculous. I mean, six months later, after the release, the game was still unplayable. You'd wait five to ten minutes and get into a match, just have the match fail right at the very end, and that was just god-awful. So... um I don't know what I've been searching recently in my Google, uh, in my Google porn searches, Cortana porn. However, um, I just typed in halo reach and I pressed tab instinctively to get over to search. Uh, and it auto completed halo reach around. Told you you're looking at Cortana porn. I mean, to be fair, that's kind of what 343 did to Bungie. To be fair. To be fair. Yeah, they, they kind of did. Well, I, I, yeah, don't look up Halo Reach around, whatever the, f- whatever the hell you do. <laughs> God, I got to clear my history. There's um, some uh, tentacle porn there. You can't from, clear uh, that from the FBI, man. No, no. I'm, I'm pretty confident I'm going to have somebody knocking on my door here sometime soon. Who you think uploaded it? <laughs> <laughs> it was a sting. Gotcha. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was bait well planted. Oh man, I'm excited for the Mass Chief Collection though. I think it's good. I am too. Uh, I'm mostly excited because I get to play through Halo Three, and then I've heard horrible things about Four and Five, but I still want to play them because I still yeah, want. Yeah, they're pretty bad. They're they're. I bad. would honestly tell you to skip Four entirely. I don't. Yeah, think I would too. There's nothing about Four that that entices me. I think the multiplayer is garbage. I think that the, the level design is garbage, and the storyline it tries to tell garbage. And same thing with Halo 5. The story arc is just really, really bad. Except <laughs> Halo 5's multiplayer is dope. Is is better. So, I like the, the Horde mode is much better than oh the multiplayer, God, it's though. Oh, so good. Uh, so, see, Horde mode, I'm down with Horde mode. Yeah. Warzone is incredible. It's yeah, Warzone is fucking awesome. And the unlockable weapons you can get in it, there are so many that it keeps you playing that game for a long time. Like, it's, it's fucking awesome. 
So it's kind of got the Call of Duty leveling system in there, where you you play more it's, and you get it's more a weapons. Little, kind of, it's a little different. Like it's it's kind of like a you you get random ones, so you could get an amazing weapon right off the bat, hmm. or you could get a garbage one when even after you know it being your twentieth time getting something. Usually, you get some good stuff mixed in there. Um, yeah, but it, it, it in the rec system, like you have to request uh, vehicles and stuff like that, uh, which you do during the round. And uh, it, it's just fucking cool, dude. Like, it, you have to, in order to basically spend the card or whatever to get a vehicle, you have to have one of the cards for the vehicle, essentially. And uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. It, it creates some fucking outright mayhem at times. Because, like, there'll be like seven people in flying things, six people in tanks, and then like a bunch of fucking people running around in warthogs shooting the shit out of everything. It's fucking awesome. So, hey, here, fun fact. I was actually just. Uh... I actually completed the search that I was actually trying to do. Um, and it says here, and I'm quoting from slash gear. Looks like mm-hmm. slash gear.com. Uh, the titles will be available for individual purchase within the master chief collection as they become available. Oh, see that is freaking horseshit on so many, on so many levels. Like, all right. You don't know how much each are going to be though. Yeah, I don't, they could be five to be 10 bucks. They could be reasonable, but, but they're going to be like $23 a piece. Now, I've played every Halo that's been released, and I've beat them all in Legendary. And then when the Master Chief Collection came to the Xbox, I played them all again, and I beat them all in Legendary because I just had to. I love the series. I don't really care for 4 and 5. I think they're garbage with the exception of the multiplayer like Warzone of 5. But if that's how they're going to treat the collection that's been rehashed and revamped so many times in the past, then it's just, it's just sad. That means like I think the Halo franchise is like on its last leg. Well, my assumption is is they're still going to do, like, you can buy a season pass to get them all. Because why wouldn't they? I mean, to entice people to, to kill instinct. What about God, it? Don't even fucking, don't even get started on that heap of shit. Oh, no, I haven't played kill, I, I haven't played Killer Instinct since Super Nintendo in the arcade, so. I'll let, uh, I'll let Oracle take this one. He knows more about it than I do. That was when it was good, though. Way back then. Um, yeah, it's just, what a... F- I love Killer Instincts. Uh, I've loved it since I was a kid. And uh, when they made, they did the remake, I was excited for that, obviously. But the remake wasn't very good. Um, so that was, you know, fault number one. And then it too, it made like a season's pass thing where it was like, oh, buy a season's pass. And you can get like, you know, whatever characters or whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. Thinking I was being smart, I was like, I'll buy like the season two pass or whatever. That way I was thinking I would get everything from season one and then season two and then it would continue into season three. You know what I mean? Like that's the point of a pass is like, yeah, it's right. No, cumulative. no, it's not how it fucking worked. You only got like a selection of characters from one of the seasons. So there were like four different or three different seasons, I think, but each of them were expensive. So it was fucking stupid. You only got, I got like one character for the first like four months of that season, there was only like one fucking character available. And it, I can't even remember who it was. That's how forgettable this shit is. Um, but yeah, needless to say, it was, I was pretty pissed off because I just thought it was fucking garbage the way they did that. And I think to add insult to injury, like it was each character they released was like five to ten bucks, depending upon who it was. Wait, oh, I, God. You could probably purchase them individually, yeah. Oh no, you could, but the problem is that they were like five to ten bucks a piece, depending. Like if it was like the bait, one of the base characters uh, they had in the game before, or if it was like a licensed character. Like I think Spawn showed up in there eventually, or uh, somebody that was licensed showed up there, and that was like a ten dollar character. So how do you guys feel about like what NetherRealm Studios is doing with Mortal Kombat, where you get you know your your base group of characters? And then as time goes on, they develop they develop more characters for the game, and you can order those guys as DLC if you want. But they're not really part of the base game. What the fuck is a Mortal Kombat? Uh, a great, for instance, is Mortal Kombat X, where like you've started the game, you get your base characters. They're all like characters of Mortal Kombat universe. But then you could buy, like I think it was, you could buy an alien and a predator and Jason Voorhees as additional characters later on to fight as. The only Mortal Kombat I know of is Mortal Kombat XXX. It's right in my search history, right next to Halo Reach Around. Nice, nice. Actually, Mortal Kombat XXX was pretty good, except for that uh, Mylena chick. That whole blowjob scene was pretty bad. I didn't really like it when the dude with the hat 
put the French ticklers on it and started spinning around on Katana, I thought that was just a little messy and loud. Oh, no, that wasn't that bad. This doesn't actually exist. It You're totally does. Up. You're making this shit up. Go go Google Mortal Kombat XXX. Oh, Has he not just for the Google love of God, 34. don't look up the Mylena scene. I thought you were going to warn him about the Goro scene. No. Shut the fuck up. This does not exist. Just no. That's so stupid. Nobody actually made that. Instead of Shao Kahn saying, your soul is mine, he yells, your poon is mine. No. Has he not heard of Rule 34? No, but he, uh, he does grab him by the pussy. Nice. Picks him up like a six-pack. There's no way this is real. Did you find it? Yeah, oh, you just gotta Google it, man. It's like a full movie? Like, they really did this? It's like, a, it's like an alternate porno movie. Johnny Cage still dies in like the first five minutes, but he gets impaled on a dildo. What are your favorite, um, you know, how they, they do do these where it's like, they'll take like a popular name of a movie and they'll put like the porn twist on it. Oh, yeah, you I got like my favorite. Home Raider? Oh, yeah. no, Indi- Indiana Jones and the Temple of Poon. That shit is my favorite one. You, you took it right from me. <laughs> Indiana in Jones. When I first heard that, I fucking laughed for days. That shit is so funny to me. That's a perfect pun. So, like, the minute someone suggested that, and I heard that one, I just remember the guy yelling, Kalima, Kalima, as he was, like, started just, like, going in. All right, well, Shadow, you've got to have some sort of comment on porn parodies. Uh, I'm currently looking up that video. Oh, you'll be in your bunk then. Yeah, I'll be in my bunk. <laughs> oh, God, it's a so, yeah, uh, That's really gross. Well, I, think, um, I think we kind of got way off topic because we got, like, 10 minutes left and we haven't even actually approached the topic. <laughs> oh, yeah, Nor have we even talked about like uh, questions or anything like that. So. Daymok tried to make this sec- segment go fast and then Caesar's like, I have questions. Well, you know, well, that's true. Well, I mean, we're talking about Mortal Kombat porn, which is like Mortal Wombat porn. Interesting and terrifying to watch at the same time. And my buffer's being all shitty like. <laughs> no, no it, it's Pornhub in general right now because I've been trying oh. to watch it too. God. Allow me to, oh God, allow me oh. to get us back on track. So about them, uh, that. let me try another website about them conspiracy theories. Oh, dude, I think we're long past actually making oh, yeah, conspiracy theories. No, work. Hang on, I'll try it another site. Hang on. Micro had a good question. Actually, we should do that. He, he does. And you know what? We, let's, let's kick into that. Cause I think that that'll be a nice way to, to finish and round this thing out. Holy crap. Um, so Microbrew unfortunately could not be here because his son, is vomiting profusely everywhere. And isn't so. this like the second time this has Exorcist. happened too? That's what like, I this happened like three weeks ago. That's what I said. I said, dude, you're the like the most unluckiest person ever because this just happened to you. Either oh, his kid needs to stop licking random poles on the street, or that kid is possessed. One of the two. I'm going with possession. Like he needs a priest. I'm going with he's licking too many poles in strip clubs. Gross. Father of the Year award right there. Exactly. Like, like father, like son. Exactly. <laughs> So, Microbrew had a question. Uh, what Game Boy original, in uh, parentheses there, games would you like Nintendo to do an HD remake of? That's actually a very specific question and a very interesting question. It's a good D question. D made this. Yeah. Micro yeah. made this question. Yeah. Yeah. Micro made a good question. A blind squirrel finds a nut. Yeah, a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. So, let's just. And it wasn't a basic question? No, this is actually a pretty in depth question. Yeah, the more All I right. think about it, the Damn. more like the more answers I have. Honestly, I know, really, Jesus, exactly. Like, a ton That's of my problem. Yeah, I obviously well inspired from that question is probably the the announcement of remaking uh, Zelda: A Link's Awakening or Link's Awakening, whatever. Well, you um, can't you can't puss out on that. You got to come up. And we've been talking about that. For- no, 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 yeah, yeah. So, well, that got me thinking. Well, then all the other friggin' Zelda games that were you know, handheld platform. I would love to see re- like console remakes of those. That'd be awesome. Um, but also then all the Metroid games, like every single one of them, especially Samus 2, because that's only ever been available for the Game Boy. And I would like to play like a more fleshed out version of that. Be- Didn't they already release that? I don't know. I think they did. I think, I think Metroid 2, Samus, I think it's like Samus Return, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty I mean, sure they released that already. They made a remake on DS. Yeah, but I'm saying for a console. Oh, for a console. Right. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, would you like to see it in like Metroid Prime version or still that's the, the 2D oh, size? No. You keep you keep it 2D. Damn it. What about two and a half? What about like 2.5? I kind of like that with that. They did that with like one Metroid game kind of. 
they had that like quasi 2D, 3D. Ultimately, like the thing that people forget about 2D nowadays is you can make that shit look amazing. Oh, yeah. So I honestly like make a really amazing looking 2D good Metroid game for, you know, a console or whatever. Well, I guess it'd be the Switch, but um, but still like I would play the shit out of that. Or I mean, oh, my, I played um, Super Metroid like probably for like a year and a half. I played that game and like no other game. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not saying it's a great game or a good game, but if you want to do a 2D game that looks really good on the Switch, have you played Octopath Traveler? No, I don't own a Switch. Deke could chime in on that, and I've heard really good things about... Yeah, we'll have to remember to ask him. So I yeah. have it, and I've seen quite a bit of it. It's a Square Enix game. It looks like the old Final Fantasies in the 2D environment, but they have it all 3D, and the background is amazing. Uh, they could redo the Zelda on that. Yeah, yeah, I'm good with any kind of engine like that. They could, they could make the, you know, the Zelda. You know, they could give it the gloss that they gave Breath of the Wild. And just make it like a super simple, simple, like just a graphical update, really. Ah, oh, you keep you gotta you gotta do justice if you're gonna do Link's Awakening. Yeah, it's gotta be like all Dreamland almost, you know. Yeah, because that's the one where he was he was like being yeah, played by a fish, right? Yeah, they are remaking it. He almost yeah. drowned, I think, out the sea or something, right? Yeah, and there was an owl. There was an owl. I like well, that. Was, oh, that right up. There was an owl, though. He's right. That fucking thing. Oh man, that damn owl was pretty obnoxious, actually. And you had the uh, you had the powder you can spray on the uh, the octopuses. There. I want them to see. I want them to do the Mega Man's. Only X. I only want to see X done. Didn't they do a re? Didn't they do a oh. collection of those? Yeah, they did. They. I have the the one Mega Man X one through four for Xbox. Um, but the thing that it kind of bugs me, there's like a delay to the controls, and I can like I know there's a delay there because I'm fucking good at Mega Man X. But I fucking eat shit all the time in this version, and I, there's like some slight disconnect with the controls of that game, where it's just like it fucks you up, it fucks your rhythm up, you can't get it right. Well, fun fact about uh, about the old games and the old controls: there was a significant amount of controller lag. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, th- there no, I there really that. was. No, I, I, I there no, was, it. but but I you played it for Super it. Nintendo recently. Because uh, my my buddy's got the the SNES thing, mm-hmm. like I I played it and that delay is not there. Like it's not the same. It, you for some weird reason it's it's you get used to that lag and you compensate for it automatically. It's kind of like your vision where everything coming into your eye is actually flipped upside down by by the lens, but your brain corrects it. The Berenstein Bears effect. That's what you're trying to tell me similar right. you, you you get used to it you just automatically kind of compensate for it yeah what, what's that's why going back to a lot of, oh, i fucking forget i forget but that's why going back to some of these old games that are that that come out when you go back to them and you try to play them on the the original system that they were on they're significantly harder because no i'm you're not used can, to that I, lag I again can, i can take like super the super nintendo or the super nintendo mega man x i could beat that game in under an hour and get like the the Hadouken power up. I'm really good at that game. I have never seen anybody actually get that Hadouken power up. You, I use it all the time. It's so useful. Oh my yeah, god, I got is it, it too. Useful. I've never actually seen it. I've never done it myself either, and that pisses me you, off. You haven't? Ah, oh, man, you you suck at games. I do. It seems. There's, you know what's even harder? Try oh to get god. the scarab. Yeah, I was gonna say scarab gun. Yeah, try to get the scarab <laughs> gun in Halo Two. Without using any kind of like the, you can just select it now with the Master Chief uh, collection. But I fucking worked my ass off to get that damn gun. You would not believe the fucking process it takes to actually like cheat the game. To How get, long did it take us to get the Banshee through the tunnel? Oh my god, fucking! Sometimes it sometimes it goes faster than others, but sometimes you play that and you have to like coax this Banshee through this long ass tunnel. And then, and then it gets harder still because at the end of the fucking level, there's a small window of a checkpoint area where right before, like right as it's loading, you have to get into that fucking banshee because if you don't, it'll disappear when the loading is done. But if you time it just right and you, and you land it there, you can fly out of the tunnel and into the fucking like cityscape above you 
and there's this one beam between two buildings. You fly up there, and you notice there's like a road cone in the middle of the, of the thing, and you're like, what the hell's that? So you fly down, and you, you go check it out. And on top of the road cone is just like a normal-looking plasma pistol. And you're like, what the fuck is this shit? You pick it up, you pull the trigger, and just fucking death comes out of the front of that thing. Just everything blows up in front of you. You're like, holy shit. And yeah, you find the scarab gun. And then you get to walk around with that and just annihilate shit everywhere. But you not go. for too long either, though. It's just a very short portion of the level. Yeah, it's only for that level and only the end of that level that you can do that in. But still, it's fucking worth it. <laughs> I think my favorite was when uh, the modders hit Halo 2. Yeah. And they hit Halo fun. 2 hard. And I joined a game where we only had plasma, plasma pistols. And when you shot the plasma pistol, it was normal. But when you charge it up and you released it, a tank came out. Oh, it was a war. What? No, you had this one had a tank. So you would you would charge up and you'd shoot, and the tank would come flying out of it. And everyone was trying to basically kill each other by firing tanks at each other. Yeah, and then you, instead of throw a grenade, you would like throw a turret. Yeah. Some stupid shit. Those are fun. Those are some like ridiculously well done mods. Although it was really bad because you also had like Halo Two had definitive spawn points. So a modder could take the spawn points and hold only one up in the air. And he had like a sniper rifle, like unlimited ammo. So as you fell through the sky, because you would always spawn on the sky, he would just, just rip you to shreds. And he would do that over and over and over again. Like you could not escape. <laughs> I hated that shit. Well, let, let's get some other input here. What about you, uh, Shadow? You got any uh, any old Game Boy game that you would like to see re-released? No, nah, I'm good. Daymok? Uh... Well, sadly, I never owned a Game Boy or any of the generations after that. I had uh, the little Sega handheld thing, though, for a while. Oh, yeah. That was Game Gear? Yeah. Yeah, I had the Game Gear with a couple games on it. Nice. That battery-sucking well, box. And anything from the Game Gear you'd like to see an HD remake of come back? Uh, not really. I mean, Sega's still pumping out those games, so. Fair enough. You ready for the Sonic movie? Oh, my God. Unless he's voiced by Ryan Reynolds, no. I saw a picture of Sonic. Oh, God. What have they done to him? A lot of meth, ma'am. A lot of meth. How do you think he gets those speeds? Gotta go fast. So there are two things, honestly. I saw saw the, the actual character design of Sonic, and I was like, what are they doing? And then Disney released the trailer for Aladdin, and then what they did Will Smith, and I was like, what are they doing? Yeah, it's... It's not pretty. Well, on that note, there's only two games I think I want to see come back as actual full remakes. One of them is pretty lame. The other one, I will be impressed if anybody actually remembers. Um, The first one, I want to see the original, and it probably already happened, I just missed it, the original uh, Pokemon game. Like, the first Pokemon game ever. They already did that. Did they redo it? Did they actually give it a good, proper HD remake? Well, I wouldn't call it HD. Well, technically... Like, Pokemon Go Pikachu is a remake, just with different mechanics. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Technically, it is. Well, all right. Then then skip that. I'm going to say my second one, which uh, it was an old game back from uh, late 80s, early 90s. Um, it was a kind of an action-adventurous game called Sword of Hope. It was actually one of the first games I ever got for the Game Boy when I got a Game Boy. It was called Sword of Hope. It was a RPG style game. It was really fun. Um, fairly simplistic story. Uh, easy leveling system. You didn't really, you know, the, the grind wasn't too bad. But uh, I'd love to see a, a an HD, let's say, let's not say remake necessarily, but a reboot of that game. I'd like to see that come back. You know, there's only one game. I If I had to choose one game out of any genre to break an HD reboot, it would be Illusion of Gaia. Oh, great game. Ooh, Hands down. Dude, dude, but you know Gaia. what? All, all of those Super Nintendo games that were those RPGs that came out around that time, Secret Evermore, Illusion of Gaia, I'd like to see a proper, well-done remake of them. Not this, not this shit that came out for Final Fantasy IV. I mean... I mean, like, yeah. I, I, I love Secret of Evermore. I love Secret of Mana. And I loved all those games. But, like, Illusion of Gaia, like, there's something about that game that I just absolutely loved and i would yeah. love to see an hd remake of that game that game is like pure nostalgia it really oh, is yeah. and it's just everything about the game was just like there was no complaints about that game it was it was challenging it was rewarding it was fun 
the power like, everything cool. about that game was just awesome and I, it was a, an amazing game i mean if we're going into super nintendo games that i'd like to see with an hd remake i'd like to see seventh saga come back because i felt the story in seventh saga the way all the characters intertwined with each other was just really really well done especially for the time i, I really think that somebody could take that to the next level I mean, outside of that, I think the only other game um, that I'd be like, absolutely like, I want them to do a legitimate HD remake, it would be Chrono Trigger. No, no, I, I gotta, I gotta shut that down, man. I cannot agree with you in any way, shape or form. If they didn't touch the storyline, they left it as is just updated the graphics. I, I don't, I don't care. They can't, you can't mess with that game. Mm. Like, yeah, you just can't up, touch it. Like, if they fuck up, uh, what is his name? Frog? What, what was that frog's name? Oh. Frog, yeah, it was Frog. It was just Frog. That's what I thought. Um, yeah, if they fuck up his redesign, the internet will throw a fucking shit fit. A dude, just Probably, they won't mess it up. They'll just do it in like an anime style. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, what style of anime could you go where you would make a 3D remake of that and it works? Oh, totally. Dragon Ball Z. No way. No way. Come on, the spiky hair. The guy was saying, "No gets way." Gets stronger after he dies. Come on, he was saying, "No way." No, no possible way. No, that that there there would be enough people that would downvote that into oblivion. That chaos in the streets. Yeah, like <laughs> you literally see geeks coming out wielding their keyboards, bashing in like I don't know plastic Barbie cars or something because they can't touch a real car. That would only happen if Bioware was scheduled to make the HD remake and they turned it into relationship status. Dude, look what happened on Steam when they tried to actually port it over. I mean. Chrono Trigger on Steam, I think still now is garbage. Like they, they had tearing, they had Yeah, but it wasn't a proper port. But that's what I'm saying. Just them trying to port it over. Like porting. Porting is the simplest thing that you can friggin' do. It's called emulation. You don't actually yeah, rewrite it. Uh, you just go copy and paste. Yeah, but they, they did it wrong. I want someone to like sit down and do a legitimate remake of that game correctly, and I think it would, could be still amazing. Oh, man. I, people, they try to add to it because they feel that they had to, and there's no reason to add anything to that game. I See, that's where I think Final Fantasy VII is going to fail, because they are doing a remake for that. And when that finally comes out, I think that all the shit they add to that game is just going to make it suck. Well, yeah, that's, well, that's, that's why I liked... Um, God, what the hell was it? Fuck, I just forgot the game now. Uh but I, I can agree. I mean, I'm all I'm all for remakes done well, but it's where they God, it's it's, it's where they just they, they try to get that extra audience or that nostalgia audience. They're like, oh, we added in this extra stuff. It was supposed to be there, but it wasn't there originally, but we added it now. And it's like, well, God, after playing it, that's there was a reason it wasn't supposed to be there. Every time you like when someone says that, the only thing I can think of is um, Star Wars. When George Lucas went in, they added like all the additional special effects and 3D oh, monsters, and I was like, "We always meant to have these things rolling on the background. We just didn't have the budget for it, but now we do." Well, th- those were examples of like superficial changes that didn't make the story any better. Like the original movies were good because of the story. All right, how about this? I will, um, I will take back my desire for a Chrono Trigger. Oh, uh, you can't take the back. Steve, remake. I will. You, I will, you can't. You can't the- take it back. It's already done. Damage is done, man. On the provision that they keep it the same exact way, but release it for the Switch. Oh, I'm fine with that. Oh, dude, I'm fine. I am fine with you releasing Chrono Trigger in its current state on every system, everywhere, as long as you don't do what they did on Steam. As which- long as I can play Chrono Trigger on the Switch. Like, I don't own a Switch. I sold mine when it came out. But as long as I can get a Switch again and play, like, the classics, I'd love to be able to play, like, Secret of Evermore, Secret of Mana. Oh, dude, that's why I love my little yeah. uh, retro pie that I have. It, it allows me to dive right back into that nostalgia. And I really got to build one of those. Oh, dude, I, I sent one over to uh, Stainsby. I still haven't found out if he, if he plugged in and turned it on yet. But, uh, I mean, I, I've got all my carts upstairs, my Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy II, Final Fantasy III, Act Razor, Act Razor. I have all my carts sitting upstairs, and I threw them on this pie, and it's great because I just like, you know what? I want to run around as a god and play half RTS and half side scroll and adventure. Throw up Act Razor, yeah! God, you guys remember that game Evo? No. It was where you started off as a fish, and then you kept eating stuff and evolved, and then eventually got on land. Nope. Yes, I do remember seeing that, but then I remember never wanting to play that game. That game was so silly and so fun. 
You know what game I want them to come out with just to piss Micro off? I want them to do an HD remake of Dragon. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, no, I'd play that. I'd buy that. I, I'd, I'd, I'd I love that, that game. I Why? love that game. I beat that. I beat it, and I loved it. I had. I love the storyline. I love the mythos inside the game. I loved how much work actually went into the game for how simple the game was. Like, I feel like that game was well before its time. And I honestly feel like if this game was brought out on an Xbox or this game was brought out on an Xbox 360, it would be Dragon Quest. It would be a game that is epic and have a completely ongoing adventure. I just feel like it was hampered by the time and the hardware limitations. And the glitches. Oh, the glitches were great. Like you can complain about glitches, but I would I will refer you to any Bethesda game. I'm, I'm not complaining. I am not complaining about the glitches. I love the glitches. I just think those glitches are what are part of what killed it because at a time where you really there was no fixing a game after you released it, hmm. you kind of had to pull out something that was halfway polished. And whoever was responsible for QAing that game, I'm hoping they just brought out back and shot them. It was pretty bad. I think my favorite aspect of the game was like after you got like all the best equipment in the game, the dragon armor, the dragon sword, the dragon this, the dragon that, like you were a walking tank. You could not be stopped. And then like if you just so happened to be walking under a starlit sky and you happen to run into the incorrect constellation at that time of night, you'd have like this weird dragon worm thing come out of the sky and he would just obliterate all of your armor and then it would just fucking leave. Like, it wouldn't kill you. It would destroy all your armor and then just fuck off. And then the entire point of this character was just to piss off the player base. That was it. Terrible game design, but so hilarious. And you know what? There's a devel- there's a programmer out there going, yep, I trolled them. Trolled them all. Well, on that note, Article, where can people find you at, man? Uh, right here. At, this is Article. Or on Instagram at I Got Cronies. Or on Xbox Live at Outstanding CF2. Man, you just went instantly into the Eeyore voice there, man. I mean, like, I was waiting for you to go, hey, Pooh. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> Where can we find you at, Shadow? MorganBS.com. All my links are there. Sometimes here, sometimes there, sometimes nowhere. What about you, uh, what about you, Shenzi? Where can we find you at? Are you muted? Did he run away again? God damn it. Oh, he's, he's type vocals died. Vocals died. All right, well, you can find Shinzu uh, on the street corner or possibly giving a glory hole blow. So if you go to a local chalk stop and it feels a little furry around the bottom, it's probably Shinzu giving you, giving you a little little blowy there. That's that's what he does. He gives he gives blowies to people. What about you, Damoc? Where can people find you at? Uh, mostly passed out in the gutters uh, around the town that I live in, but sometimes on the Discord. I'm there once in a while. Very nice. And I am Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Cecil vs. Game on Twitter. Uh, Cecil Xavier everywhere else. Twitch, Ustream, Mixer, Facebook. Um, you can find me tooling around the GNA Podcast Discord, TPC Gaming, Josh of All Trades, Yeah Dude Gaming, Geek Squatches, a whole bunch of other discords. I'm all over the place. Well, we hope you enjoyed the show. So don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, let other people know. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, uh, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, YourListen, and Spotify. If we're not somewhere, let us know where that is and we'll upload there. Um, You can... Pardon me. You can follow us on Twitter or Facebook by searching at GNA Podcast. You can also join our Discord chat. Just see the pinned tweet. Uh, we do game show night every first Saturday of the month on Mixer at www.mixer.com forward slash GNA Podcast, where we play Jackbox games and give away Steam codes as prizes. I have a metric ton of Steam codes to give away. So please, for the love of God, join us. Please. I want to give you stuff probably give you something for just showing up uh we've also partnered with humble bundle that's where we get all of our codes from for game show night um hey damon can you tell us about humble bundle humble bundle is a wonderful website where you go there and you pay a subscription thing and you get a whole bunch of free games well not free because you paid for them but fuck you they're awesome anyways uh if you do the equals question mark forward slash dash dot 
whatever GNA podcast, you can give us money, but do not give us money. Give all your money to charity, so fuck you. And this month, uh, the games are Northgard, Mutant, and Absolver Downfall, initially, and more games on the way. That would be question mark partner equals GNA podcast. And all you got to do is put that at the end of any Humble Bundle link. And that just lets them know that we sent you there. So if you see a Humble Bundle link with a question mark in it, just delete everything after that question mark and put partner equals GNA podcast. And just like Damoc said, there's a little slider bar. If you buy a bundle, take, open those slider bars and put GNA podcast down to zero. We don't want any of your money. We want you to give all your money to the developers, to uh, charity, maybe a little bit to Humble Bundle, but not to us. We don't want your money. We just want them to know that we sent you there, so we get a little attaboy from Humble Bundle. So far this month, we have we have uh, raised $13.50 through Humble Bundle, and let's see the breakdown on that. So far, that looks to be actually quite a significant amount from the Linux bundle for the LPI bundle. So, very cool. Yeah, yeah. And there, and there are several bundles out there right now. Go check them out. They're always, uh, they're always good stuff. Do you like anime? Because we like anime. Join us Sunday night at 19.30 Eastern Standard Time for any for Anime Night hosted by Zyberblood. Or me, if Zyber's not available. And hopefully at some point in time, Blue's going to come back and Blue is going to start hosting it again himself. Uh, we want to thank... Oh yeah, sorry. Our, our current anime is uh, Hajime no Ippo, or The Fighting Spirit, depending on where you're looking it up. Uh, it's, it's actually interesting. It's a boxing anime i think we're on episode 38 what episode are we on now i gotta go look it up because i'm not prepared like normal uh do you oh sorry we're on episode 44 crank it right through this uh, we want to thank morgan bs photography for you uh can find him at morganbs.com along with all of his links and where to harass him you can email us at gna podcast at gna in your dna dot one with questions comments death threats we don't care. We'd love to hear from you. Please, please, please send us something because these Arabian prints and what, what was the latest one? Oh, the one where they said that they caught us masturbating and they're going to send the video out to everybody. Yeah, we while we love reading those, uh, yeah, we want to actually read something from a, a listener, possibly. So, uh, yeah, do that. Last but not least, check us out on our website at www.thestargatefromthemovie. And the TV show are real and discovered in Iraq, and that's why America really went to war to recover it from Saddam, according to a NASA whistleblower, while Europe built a large hadron collider after talking to the aliens from the Stargate to resurrect Osiris from the deep. Dash stay woke.com or GNA Podcast. That works. <laughs> well, we got those conspiracy theories in there, anyways. I'm glad I took right. my headset off for that one. The minute you said that, I just ripped my headset because I was going to start yelling. Yep, yep, that's what oh, happens. Good, you finally learned it. <laughs> well, thank you all for joining me tonight. Have a great night. Bye-bye. No. Wah, 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 wah.